Buddha said once, what is old karma? The eye is to be seen as old karma, fabricated and will, capable of being felt. The ear, the nose, the tongue, the body, the intellect is to be seen as old karma, fabricated and willed, capable of being felt. This is called old karma. And what is new karma? Whatever karma one does now with the body, with speech, or with the intellect, this is called new karma. So however it is now, this is arising in a sense as old karma, the fruit of what's come before. And as we settle into our meditation practice tonight, we can experiment with the different skillful means that are available to us. We've done a body scan meditation several nights last week. We did a loving-kindness reflection. But instead of having a particular plan, allow the mind to be aware of the body sitting, aware of the way the mind is now. And in particular, aware of the karmic actions, the intentional actions of speech, of thought, of deed. Noticing action and noticing the fruit of that action as it is immediately apparent. So we're remembering, as we're present with the body and mind, remembering that the quality of the awareness, the quality of the way the mind is relating to this experience of the body and mind, the presumption is that it's relevant. How the mind is relating is relevant. But we're not trying to figure out how the mind is relating, simply noticing the consequences of things getting tight, or things lightening up, opening up, freeing up. So in a very real sense, we have this biofeedback mechanism. Instead of being hooked up to a machine, we can be simply aware of the mind and body and notice the effects of how the mind is aware on the mind and body.
is it possible to be present in a way that leads to happy states, easeful, peaceful, contented states? Whatever it is that the mind is doing or how it's relating matters. And even if we think it doesn't matter, that attitude that it doesn't matter, that also has consequences and we can observe that. Any fixed notion in the mind will be seen as unnecessary and stressful, however subtle. Qualities of love and forgiveness and pure interest will be seen as qualities that lighten and release the body and mind.
every time the mind gets involved in thinking, notice the effect of that intentional action to be thinking. Example, notice if the mind has gotten tight or heavy. Every time there's some continuity of mindfulness, simple, clear, relaxed presence, notice the effect of relating in that way. So in a way, we're directly taking direct responsibility for the well-being of this heart. Learning to relate in a way that leads to wholesome states. is to be willing to be actively engaged in the present moment 
doesn't mean the mind need, needs to be tight in any way to be engaged. There's a real interest in the quality of the moment, the quality of the heart here and now. And what, in a sense, improves the quality of the heart and mind? And what causes the heart and mind to get tight or be burdened? Just the opposite of being helpless or resigned. Notice when the mind becomes content with a relatively peaceful mind and begins to become resigned, some sense that this is good enough. the mind is peaceful, being very interested in the peacefulness of the mind, and what supports that peacefulness to further deepen or expand.
and what diminishes it even in a subtle way.
here lay aware of whether the mind and heart is happy or unhappy. Of course, not to judge, but just to understand how it is. The heart is seen as happy then to clearly understand that experience of happiness that's being known. Whatever that is, that happiness, is it increasing or decreasing? Here at the end of the set, we're seeing the confidence, sense of compassion and responsibility for the mind, for the quality of the mind. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.